It's Lucky from Gem Men 10 Sports here with the Triple Threat Pro Wrestling Podcast. Here with my boy MVP and the third man, Alexis. You can find all the links to all our pages in the description box below. Uh, make sure you check out the Two Guys in a Mic podcast. Uh, it's all sports. They're doing currently their uh, eight eight week, right? Eight part week of uh, the divisional breakdowns. It's pretty interesting stuff. Um, last episode was like an hour and a half. So they're doing a lot of talking on there. And then we're doing our thing here. Merch is uh, available. We're in the first Triple Threat Pro Wrestling podcast shirt. So if you're interested, just drop it in the comments um, and we'll go from there. So um, today's episode, just so we know what we're going through, uh, guess the pay-per-view is back, boys. We're doing yes. top five, the finishers' names. Yeah. And the question of the week, which we'll get to the question of the week. It'll be an interesting one to see what you guys would say. But let's start with the third man this week. How are you doing? How's your week? Week's good. Week's good. It was a rough week at work, but we made it through. Played some poker last night. I came home with a little W. Working on the house, so it's it's watched a little wrestling. So it's been a good week. It's been a good week. How about you, MVP? Oh, uh, things are good here. Uh, smooth sailing through work, um, and you know, not bad wrestling. Both companies. There you go. Uh, real quick, how's that chair doing, MVP? You got a new chair? Oh, dude, this chair is phenomenal. Fee Call it AJ Styles. Mental. Yes. <laughs> Call your chair AJ Styles from now on, man. <laughs> what about Great you, Lucky? How are you doing? A great you? investment. <laughs> oh, how am I doing? Well, uh, busy, dude. This kid, like, when you have a kid, you you know this, Alexis, but kids, it's like, oh, it's Saturday already? <laughs> it's like, it's work. You're taking care of the kid. Like, it's all repetitive. So you're just like, same. and then it's like, I see this baby every day, and then I'm like, who's this baby today? Like you did not look like this yesterday. Like you look completely <laughs> different to me. Like you grew or something. I don't know what happened, but, but yeah, dude, getting ready for national card convention coming up this week. Um, so that's going to be awesome. Uh, Ekman from the Jim and 10 podcast is coming up from Pennsylvania or coming over. Right. Pencil- I'm, I'm not going to geography. Ekman's coming here. I've uh, <laughs> never been to Chicago before. So I got to show him. I got to show him around. I got to show him what's up in Chicago. East side, Pennsylvania. Yeah, so he, way, he's from the way east coast. He told me he's from the sticks over there, so he'll be in the big city life over here when he comes here. But all right, let's get into it. Um, we'll just brief do a recap. We'll start with MVP. Just give me what your favorite part of the week was in wrestling. Oh, uh, we don't have so to do a bunch of recap, just we're, your favorite we're going, moment. So we're going hits, yeah. <laughs> uh, for one, for me. Uh, Cody Rhodes referencing hard times. That was good. It was definitely a good promo. Yes, it was. And, uh, you know, he showed a little emotion um, by having his mom in the audience. And then, you know, uh, Lesnar just taunting. And then, uh, you know, finally blew up. Lesnar came out and whooped some ass and... It becomes official, you guys. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar, uh, the PLE, SummerSlam. Very disappointed that uh, Brock Lesnar didn't F5 Cody's mom, but oh, wow. That's <laughs> kind of... <laughs> that would have made that segment crazy. <laughs> what about you, Alexis? For me, I would say Charlotte 
Io Sky match was the highlight for me. Just two chicks really going at it. A lot of false finishes. Didn't know who was going to win that match. There was some interference on the outside. But in the end, we have uh, the queen. The queen hitting the natural selection to, to take the W. But great match. Some mood salt, some reversals, some submission moves. There's a little bit of everything there. Those two women just showing why they're two of the best in the business right now. Yeah. No, for sure. That's definitely a good match. Um, I I said one hit each, but I have to... I'm obligatory going to do a Bloodline segment every <laughs> week. So I got to pick one other one besides L that Lucky's one. Lucky's uh, Bloodline segment of the week. <laughs> <laughs> i'll put a little graphic bloodline segment of the week but uh um the first one i'll bring up does not bloodline related guys come on dirty dom dom winning the north american <laughs> nxt championship oh man i i have mixed emotions about this i did not think that was going to happen and, and it did I nobody like, oh, did wow. but um, um all right so i'm a really i'm, I'm a big fan of wesley um i didn't know i, I know he got popular in TNA or impact as a part of the rascals with, uh, his former partner, Nash Carter oh, yeah. and Trey Miguel. But, um, since, uh, Nash Carter was released from WWE, uh, I, I, I say he really found his footing as a singles competitor and, ring and, you know, the emotion that dudes from his face, because, you know, most, most of the time, he wrestles as the underdog, but just the, the fact that uh, uh, I don't know, I I don't I don't know how to feel about him losing because um, I, I really I, I really feel the world of uh, Wesley. He's one of my favorites right now, but I think uh, with the storyline that uh, the the um, the Judgment Day is uh, is doing, I think that him having Dirty Dom having the North American title uh, really, uh, I guess, make make the faction a little more legit. Yeah, I see that. But it's, this is what I told you guys a long time ago. I hate when WWE does this every time. I hate that they're pretty much on both shows. Stick to the brand split keep them on raw like what is so hard about this like nxt i get that's cool because you get to show a little shine to that show but you do not got to be on raw and smackdown i'm sorry now priest i get because he's money in the bank holder when there's a threat to cash in but uh, i just hate that well, like, I, I for the foreseeable future uh the judgment day is going to be on nxt at least for like the next month or so yeah um, no, I think it's good. I think it was good that Dom won that. So and, and Dirty Dom is really playing his part as the the chicken shit heel. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And Rhea Ripley's really good to add to him. She's like the muscle that <laughs> makes makes it happen. But... She's the China to his Triple H. Mm -hmm. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. <laughs> Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Sorry. Yeah, get it right. Um, running uh, WWE right now. They're 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 hot. And yes. I, I agree with you, MVP. There, that title win really solidifies that that faction, mm -hmm. that team. You have, you have gold on two individual superstars. One has the money in the bank, and 
Stephen Fitzballer left out there, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes and where they take that. Yeah, no. The second part of the um, the best thing in the week was uh, obviously the bloodline segment. They did steal the idea. I told Matt earlier from John Wick Four, in my opinion. But the whole <laughs> yeah. trial by you know combat, which is a cool thing for them to do, but it, I was like, okay, I, I see where they pulled that from. But anyway, like, and it showed Roman was like, okay, I acknowledge what this family, the traditions, like. So it's different if we're fighting for the title, but if you want to challenge me to tribal combat, then it turned into respect for the tradition. They both went head to head and all that. It was really good storytelling. And then you have like the two alpha males fighting, but then it's kind of like a lion's, like what do you call it? A pride of lions? Like Solo is like the immature lion that like has no respect for the tradition. He's still, you know, still tried to take out Jay and Roman stopped him like, no, this is the tradition this is what we got to do is it's great stories every single week, dude. It's, it's just great every week. <laughs> I will ride this till they're done. This is the best thing of the week every week. And, um, so I got, I have, uh, interesting piggyback on the popularity of, uh, of SmackDown. So, um, last week we have, uh, eight, AW Randy Collision and Battle of the Belts. Combined total rating of uh, 2,239,000. SmackDown by itself, 200,309,000. Wow. And you know why it is? Show them the graphic on there. Oh, you want, you want me to show the graphic? Because so, of one guy. Who's that? Well, he's he's still in John Morrison mode. So. <laughs> uh, Roman. Because of that boy, Roman. Well, it does help that SmackDown is on regular TV. It's on free TV, so that, that really helps, too. Even though well, I think they were, FS1, they were on FS1 this past week, which was pretty yeah. interesting. Don't know how that will affect the ratings and how many people are able to watch just because that's cable TV rather than on Fox regular well, Fox. Well, um, AEW's on Turner, but that's not free TV though, right? The Turner you have to have some type of cable or that's part of your cable package. Right, but 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 uh, SmackDown is on Antenna free TV. You can watch that on Antenna Fox. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, okay. Right, I yeah, watch it on there. my phone. <laughs> in, in, in the form <laughs> of words? <laughs> yeah. So, shut up, Matt. <laughs> I, I know some of these that, words. But that tribal combat, back to what you were saying, okay, that tribal combat is legit. That's how tribes used to do it. When there is, uh, when you feel that you wanted to to lead your tribe, you would uh, you would challenge the, the, the chief. You know, you challenge a chief to a to a duel, and a lot of the a lot of times the um, these duels would fight to the death back in ancient times. So, I think that's kind of cool how they how they're bringing that to the forefront and and uh, highlighting that. I think that's going to be really cool. And, and, and my, my quote my quote would be uh, Roman asking uh, Jay, "Do the elders know?" That was. Hey. 
that showed you right there that he was a little not scared but he's like this is serious like it isn't about me showing off my title right now that this is like okay like now we're getting into our like you said our tribe stuff this is more important even he's the undisputed champion he put his what do you call that a lahi lahi what do you call that hey he put it on top of the belt because he's like this is what we're fighting for like this is crazy like so yeah that's definitely a good this story's gonna be good i wonder how they're gonna play that finish off for that match it's gonna be really um well received by the crowd i'm i'm assuming so should be good but uh you guys got anything else for uh, the week or what any honorable mentions mm. uh, yeah i got one thing what's up with la night losing oh don't even get me started apparently it's from what i read the dirt sheets say that his push is going to come after SummerSlam. you know what this reminds me of when they kept dropping the ball with daniel bryan and roman reigns and then by the time they do push him no one's gonna care because <laughs> it's like <laughs> we wanted him then and how many there's two royal rumbles in a row where roman lost and the crowd just hated it then the third one you make him win and the rock even raises his hand and they're like yeah <laughs> i don't want him anymore you you get it through hulk hogan the rock and stone cold nerd to raise his hand they're like mm, whatever <laughs> don't care but uh they're, they're, all right i care it they're dangling that carrot in front of in front of the universe wwe universe for sure on that um but you know you got to let it simmer sometimes. You got to let it simmer sometimes, and it's a slow build, as they say. It's a slow build. Hopefully, uh, not too slow. But all right, we're going into the question of the week. I saw this on. Um, I got to shout out the page again. WWE Attitude Era on uh, Facebook is a good page, uh, and they they have so many people that go in there and talk about different things. Question of the week: You can only keep one version of Shawn Michaels with his matches. The other is removed from history. 90s HBK or 2000s HBK? Let's start with Alexis. Ooh, that's a tough one. Got some great matches on both sides. Mm-hmm, it's difficult. It's a hard one. I love the new. I love the new stuff, right? But I'm a sucker for the old stuff. So give me. Give me 90s HBK. Give me 90s. Okay, now, gonna... that means you lose the Ric Flair retirement match. You lose both Undertaker matches. You lose Elimination Chamber. You miss all these other matches. You sure you want to do that? Yeah, you're going to lose those, right? But you get the Razor Ramon ladder match at WrestleMania 10. Um, you get the Iron Man match with Bret Hart at WrestleMania 12. The boyhood dream comes mm -hmm. true. Um, you know, you get D-Generation X, you know, the beginning of D-Generation X, HBK. Um, and you get the uh, HBK Undertaker first Hell in the Cell. So I'm going to roll with those. They're solid. Trust me, they are. So what about you, uh, MVP? Okay, so there's no, there's no win-win here. You're you're gonna lose out on something, for sure. But I would have to pick. 
I would have to pick uh, Born Again, Shawn Michaels. 2000s? 2000s. So, like you said, you got the eliminate. He won. He won the inaugural elimination chamber. Yep. Yes, with those ugly ass brown pants that he was wearing. Yes. <laughs> um. So you get you get a Shawn Michaels, which is so clear of mind. Is not hampered by drugs, not ha hampered by alcohol. He's so clear, and you know he's got. His wife, uh, Rebecca, got him on at an advanced age. With a, he gives you back-to-back -back WrestleMania main events against The Undertaker. Both are the match of the year in both their respective years. And you get, you get a great match of him against Ric Flair in Ric Flair's retirement match. And just the emotion that that drew out. Oh, that match was fantastic! And an, another underrated match was against John Cena on Raw. That the, the match that went an hour. Uh, Chris Jericho said that match practically brought him back into wrestling. I forgot about that one. Yeah. So uh, no, for I sure. just. Just imagine if you had if you had Shawn Michaels in the '90s, that wasn't hampered by drugs and alcohol. We're talking. We're 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 gonna probably have the greatest of all time. Which he's definitely one of my top two of all time, in my opinion. Probably not, you know, a popular opinion with everyone, but I that's that's a different topic. But anyway. I have to settle the, the rubber match here because you got one on one side, one on the other. The 90s was the, the moments that were made are big. You got the ladder matches with Razor Ramon. You got him versus Bret Hart. Let's not forget you wouldn't see the Montreal screw job if you eliminate him. So then right. that brings a whole another thing. What happens to Bret Hart? Does he stay if that never happened? You know, you never know, right? That was huge. But, um, yeah, so the moments like DX, like I think DX did more grand scale things in the 2000s version, but the raunchy, like degenerate part of them was in the 90s. So the best part of the DX, Shawn Michaels, is then, right? And then, yeah, the Hell in a Cell with Undertaker, which brought one of the biggest debuts ever in Kane, um, arguably, right? But I got to do the 2000s HBK because the emotion that are in these matches is the storytelling of why we love wrestling. We watch it for the story, like the bloodline for me, big story. So he told good stories in the nineties, but I'm talking like the Ric Flair retirement match, the little moments, right? When he says, I'm sorry, I love you. And he's got to put him down. Yes. Dude, you will never see a grown man cry until he watches that match. Right. And then you got, CM Punk's return. <laughs> There's a man crying in the crowd. <laughs> Touche. But um and I will I will die on this hill. Undertaker Shawn Michaels one and two are number one and number three matches of all time. Okay. I don't think it, the second one was number two by any means, but those are the greatest matches you ever see. The storytelling, yes. everything in that match is just top-notch chef's kiss right 
chef's kiss but and then you have um the greatest feud he ever did in 2000s with triple h when he came back that's a crazy feud you know so i mean there's there's just too much who attacked things. me in the back who, yeah. who put my head through the glass yeah what um i was gonna mention one other thing to you um elimination chamber match right he did that and there's one other i can't remember it now anyway long story short 2000s hbk has to win for me like i'd much rather lose all the great things in the 90s to have all that great story to and you guys didn't mention this in 2000s hbk more storytelling even though it wasn't his match per se but we're talking about the version of him when he was the referee in the hell in a cell match with triple h and undertaker that matches not the best of all time but for the nostalgia bro this it was like five years of storytelling in main events of wrestlemania to get to that match that's crazy and john michaels is part of all, at least three out of five of those so yeah i gotta go 2000s one match i would have loved to see during that during that time would be oh yeah viva so, la raza it's a shame sure. we didn't get to see that happen who did Shawn michaels fight and the SmackDown where Eddie Guerrero passed, and they were all doing like the Eddie tribute. Mm. Was it Chris Benoit? I Ooh. no, Ooh. no, it was Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, because they were doing the Eddie yeah. Guerrero patch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I didn't um, mean to bring up Chris Benoit. Oh, oh. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> um, an underrated uh, fact. Um. You don't have 2000s HBK, you don't have his wrestling academy, and you don't have his wrestling academy, you don't have Daniel Bryan. True. That's true. That's pretty crazy to think about. Yeah. And he teamed with uh, God versus Vince and Shane McMahon. (laughs) 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 I mean, once you team with God, that's. There's no coming back from that. That's that's your top tier stuff. <laughs> Pretty so. great entrance. I remember that one. That uh, I don't know if it was against uh, Vince McMahon against the Undertaker when he was in all white. Yeah. Yes, he's the the, First the Overtaker. Yeah. That was a that was a. I remember that entrance. That's that's a pretty he, phenomenal. He, he was that's, the Overgiver. Yeah. <laughs> Not as good as the Boyhood Dream WrestleMania 12 entrance. That's one of. Oh. That's one of the best sentences you're the, probably the zip line, the zip on the zip line, but um, but yeah, for sure. I mean, you can't go wrong with either with either HBK. He's he's yeah. a legend, oh, yeah, and he's uh and he's and he's a big part of NXT right now, which is no no surprise why it's uh as good as it is. Yep. Yeah, Shawn Michaels is a goat. So, all right, we gotta go into the top five of the week. Uh, coming from Alexis's suggestion last week. Top five finisher names. Names of finishers. I like this one. There are so many that I don't think we'll have duplicates here. Maybe one, but there's a lot. There's a lot of finisher names. Matt's going to say the attitude adjustment. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of, let's go. We'll start with Matt. Top five wrestling finishers. Uh, the names. What's your name? Or your, your first one? The name. Okay, yeah. The move um, could suck, but the name is where we're at. <laughs> right, exactly. Our <laughs> truth's a little Jimmy. Nah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what? Um, 
All right, I'll, I'll give an honorable mention. Um, Alexis uh, mentioned her earlier, The Natural Selection. I think that's a great name. Um, it is a good name. You know what? I, I'll go. All right, this is not no particular order. Um, I'd go F5. Because the way he does the move, the guy he's doing it to looks like he's in an F5 tornado. Yep. Damn right. I like that. I like that a lot. Hell yeah. All right. Alexis, what's your number one? My no particular order, but no particular order. I think I think the first one that comes to mind is the Steiner Recliner. Oh yes. I like that. The Steiner Recliner. I love the I just love that move. It's the uh you know, the Iron Sheik is the one who kind of made that uh that move popular, right? and uh mainstream but um just the way that uh he used to just put people in and then those those biceps just popping oh, yeah. out of arms when he was squeezing them yeah the steiner recliner man that's just a awesome move name just to talk a lot of shit put put, put you in the steiner recliner and there's really no way out of it no like, <laughs> you're, you're once you're in it you're cooked <laughs> oh for sure for sure um my first one is because you know I'm a sucker for stories and continuances of things. When Y2J debuts and you got like all the 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 stuff on the screen, like the Matrix is Y2J, mm -hmm. right? And then he has the move, the Code Breaker. Uh, I love that name, the Code, and the move is sick too. You just hit him real quick, you know. Double that's a good move. Code Breaker is a a good name. I like it. Hell yeah! And it fit the guy perfect. The name for it, so. We're back to MVP. Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm going to. Uh, this is hard. Um, That's what she said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I overlooked this one. Uh, CM Punk's "Go to Sleep." GTS. And here, I thought we wouldn't have any duplicates. <laughs> or all right, fine. Kenta's go to sleep. Oh, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the two. Think of Kenta was the originator, wasn't he? Wasn't he originator? Yes. And uh, CM Punk. Uh, he yes. Yeah. No, for sure. And. Just you hit him with that knee and they go to sleep and he, I mean that fits it perfect. Go to sleep. And then he preludes it by going. Yeah. Go ahead, uh Alexis, number two. Um you know me, I like to I like to give uh props to the uh to the to the tag teams. The three D mm. the death drop. Yes. How about it? I mean when they used to when they used to put those threes in the air, put those threes in the air, and I know the the Usos they uh, they do the one D right, which is the one and done, but uh, the OGs the OGs just do it better, and I just think it's 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 a better name. Dudley Deathrop for me got to be a great finishing name for a finishing move. And fun fact, no one's kicked out of the three D. Three D, hell yeah. No, how do they do it like this? No one 3D? should have out of the 3D. 3D? 
No one should ever kick out of the three D. Well, I mean, Sammy Zayn kicked out of the one D. <laughs> right. There wasn't a three D. That's not a right. 3D, though. <laughs> um. Well, you stole that one. So luckily, I have a bunch of options here. So. Uh, let's cross off Codebreaker. I'm going to go with this one just because it fit the character perfect. Um, I just like the name. The Million Dollar Dream. Oh, that was on my list. Was it? He puts him to sleep. That was on my that list. That little like Cobra Clutch looking thing. Oh, Million Dollar Dream. I mean, such a beautiful name for a, for a finishing move. A lot of people... A lot of people do a lot of different versions of it. Joe does the kind of the Coquita clutch is kind of similar to it. Um, Shayna Baszler kind of has a variation of it. What does she do? The um, or is Carafuda it Oscar? clutch? Yeah, Carafuda clutch. So yeah, the million dollar dream. Shout out to uh, Ringmaster Steve Austin. Yeah, Ringmaster mm-hmm. Austin was doing it. Yeah, million dollar dream. Love it. Yep. MVP number three. Now, this move, I knew how to put it on since the fifth grade. <laughs> the Scorpion Deathlock. He didn't say sharpshooter. I didn't say sharpshooter. Scorpion Deathlock. Scorpion Deathlock. Which means he did this on his way over. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how Sting did it. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Awesome name. Do nothing like had seen the scorpions, him with all those different uh, colored pants and the scorpions on the side of it. Um, hell yeah, the scorpion deathlock was was freaking awesome. So which kind of thing? You, now we're talking about blonde haired with the with the little tail with the little tail sting. <laughs> the little red tail. <laughs> tail sting. He flexes then. <laughs> That's when I remember. That's when I first seen the Scorpion Deathlock put on. Ow! Was that in the tag team match with RoboCop? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alexis, number three. Um, I know we talked about this one in the last podcast. And I knew you were going to bring it up. I knew it. And um, one of my favorite moves of all time. Um. One of my dad's favorites, uh, just always stuck with me. The Crippler Crossface. The Crippler Crossface. I mean, when he hits, when he hits you with the hits you with the Crippler Crossface. Oh man, it was uh, it was it was over most times. You really weren't gonna get out of that one. And um, you know, I know I know Benoit is a lot of people feel the way they want to feel, and hey, I get it. But um, in ring, I respect it. And uh, one of the best finishers visually and the name. Awesome. Paul Heyman said it best. And Matt knows what I'm talking about. He did a, a shoot interview. And people kept saying, what about my boy, Chris Benoit? He's like, you know what? F him. All right. There's three or, three or four people, right? Three people in that house that had choices that night. Two of them didn't have a choice. One person yeah. did. His in ring. Maybe Nobody the best better. of yeah. no one better, but out of the ring, you know, fuck that guy, done yep. with him. Um, but yeah, you got to give him credit in the ring. Aside from all the batch that he did, he's got a lot of memories in the wrestling ring, and it, he's one of the best talents we've seen for sure. So, um, 
I'm going to go with, if you can, when you see the guy do this, the Razor's Edge. <laughs> I love the Razor's Edge. That's one of my favorite finishers of all time. Talk about duplicates. <laughs> <laughs> razors. At, and he has the razors on his, on his trunks and yep. just everything about it. I, I as you can tell, I love <laughs> stories and contingents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Razor's Edge has got to be on there. So we'll go back to MVP number four. All right, number four. All right. I'll uh, I give a shout out to the ladies. All right. Um. I really and this movie is all it is is a stiff punch. But I'm gonna have to go with Lacey Evans, the woman's right. Yeah. I I, I think that's a dope name, man. <laughs> it is pretty good. And when she hits it, um, I mean if you slow it down, you'll see her slap her shoulder, but you see it in real time, it really looks like that thing connects. It looks devastating for sure. It looks devastating. I like it. The woman's right, Lacey Evans. I like it. Yeah, it's definitely a good pick. Let's move over to the third man. <sighs> you know, I didn't get a lot of time to think about a lot of these. Um, but it was it's something that I've referenced at one of my favorite finishing moves in one of our other podcasts. And just this crazy name, cool. I remember doing it in, in No Mercy. I mean, in uh, Revenge. <laughs> the, the Harlem Hangover. That's a badass name, dude. That's a badass name for a finishing move, dude. I love that move. It looks cool. Um, the guy who did it, Booker T, was cool. Um, yeah, man, the Harlem Hangover. Fucking love that move. Love that name. It'll, it'll, it's one of my favorites. That's a good one. Good one. Um, before someone steals this one for their fifth one, I'm going to do it now. The move looks cool, but I've never seen anything like it before this guy did it. I haven't. And the name is just awesome. The Curb Stomp. Oh. I like the Curb Stomp. Because he oh, just Rollins's curb stomp. Yeah. Okay. Is there more? Um, William Regal used to do it like that. Not like that. He used to like hold him up and, and then yeah. stomp oh, him yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. So shaking his head before like, the match, like American History X style, with his uh, hand behind his uh, back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, American History X is a good movie. Um, very political, right? But it's a good movie. And just that's one of the more iconic moments from that movie. Mm -hmm. And then you bring it as a finisher that, like, you drive their skull right into the ground. Oh, yeah. No, that just sounds devastating for sure. The curb, the curb stomp. Yeah, yeah it's it's good. Till it the got curb. banned. Like the curb. Yeah. Th then it got banned and then it came back. All right, back to MVP for your fifth one. Okay, so Alexis did a hit us with the Booker T. I'll hit I'll hit you guys with the Booker T also, but okay. Booker T wrestled as 
GI Bro. His ex kick, yeah. He called his ex kick the Ghetto Blaster. The Ghetto? Damn, I forgot about that one. <laughs> That's a deep cut there. That's a throwback. Oh. oh. It, oh, that was the axe kick, the ghetto yeah, blaster. The, he called the axe kick the ghetto blaster. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. I never, I had no idea. GI <laughs> bro. These are the moments that when I brought up the wrestling podcast, to you guys, I'm like, dude, Matt is gonna bring up so many things that I forgot about. That's, now, this is one of those moments. GI <laughs> bro, was this WCW WWE or this, this was actually all right? So. He came up in the independence okay. as GI Bro. But then uh, in uh, WCW, when they did the whole reboot, when uh, when Vince uh, Russo and Ed Ferrara took over, uh, and then Booker T teamed up with uh, the Misfits in Action. Mm -hmm. Misfits. They, they all oh changed their names, and he brought back GI Bro. Um, Hugh Morris wrestled as General Hugh G. Rection. Yep. <laughs> oh, Hugh Morris. Wasn't think... Rey Mysterio in that? No, no. Uh, Chavo was. Corp Chavo, yeah. Uh, Lieutenant Logo. <laughs> dude, what a deep cut, dude. That's a throwback. Uh, Lash LaRue is uh, Corporal Cajun. And they had, uh, remember Van Hammer? They oh, had yeah. him. They had him as, like, Sergeant Stash. Van Hammer from Raven's Flock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, your fifth one, Alexis. Lucky, let me go. Did you give me your fifth one? Because I want to that I don't take it from you. Okay, is it okay if I... Because I was going to bring up two honorable mentions before I do my fifth one. <laughs> oh, so you got three already on the board. But one is my fifth one. The other two are honorable mentions that if you bring it up, it's it's fine. Okay, well then I'm gonna bring it up. <laughs> guy, guys, on your hat right there, Lucky. Ooh. On your hat, and nobody does it better. The sweet chin music, uh, tuning up the band, tuning up the band, and uh, just love, always love that name. Um, him in that corner, stomping it up, tuning up the band. And, uh, you know, the, everybody does the super kick now, but uh, Shawn Michaels made it uh, made it what it is, in my opinion. So, um, sweet chin music. Love it. And uh, that'll, that'll be my number five. I was going to say that one, but I'm like, you know what? No, I know someone's going to take it, so I wouldn't with other ones. But Didn't Mick Foley, like, kick people in the shin and call it sweet shin music? Sweet Shin music, yep. Uh, wow. <laughs> Dude, throwbacks. Um, before I do the last one, there's a couple honorable mentions that I thought deserved to be on the list that we didn't bring up. The Skull Crushing Finale. Yes. yes. That's a great name. Great name. And the move is really cool, too. When he sweeps the leg up and just drives him down, it's a really good move. And then... The Rings of Saturn. The Rings of Saturn. Yeah. That was a crazy submission move. Yeah. Well, Perry Saturn was crazy himself. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, my yeah. fifth one, 
because the move looked like the name, the jackhammer. Mm, that, that that's in my honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah, jackhammer is a. I mean, you pick up even the giant, the big show, and it looks like you're just jackhammering him into the ground. Like that's a great yeah. move, but the name, the jack, like when you say he's in him with the jackhammer, dude, that sounds devastating, right? Sure. So, but yeah, like that, that rounds out mine. I had a, I had an honorable mention. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to the ladies. She's no longer with WWE, but uh, Miss Mercedes Monet, the bank statement. That's a good name. Really, really like that name for for a move, just because it's uh, it's legit, and um, it's all about the Monet baby bank statement. Yep. Hey. What? What about you, Matt? Any honorable mentions? Uh, I did have one. I totally, it totally slipped my mind. Uh... Well, until you think of it, there's only one man that can help me with this. There was one honorable mention I wanted to do. I couldn't think of the name of it. For the life of me, I can't think of the name of it. Maybe Alexis can help too. WCW, Billy Kidman, the backwards moonsault. What was it called? Oh. The seven-year The seven-year yeah, itch. seven-year itch. Seven year itch. And that's stuff. that's when he's in Raven's flock and he's just scratching all over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the seven year itch. That's a pretty like, cool name. He dirty. And then he leaves Raven's flock. And then he's clean. And then he gets Oh, alright. I, I got I got my honorable mention. Okay. Okay, you made fun of me by saying the attitude adjustment. I'm gonna go with the fu. Fu. And th that was go. when he was uh, feuding with Brock Lesnar when he was a rookie, and he had to have a move that, uh, you know, loosely uh, based on the F5. So what he do? He puts him on his shoulders and says, "This is the fu." And I think the first person he did it to was Rikishi. So you knew he meant. You know, hell yeah, I like the FU. Guys, you know, I can't believe we missed this one. Oh, boy. I can't believe we missed this one. The Stone Cold. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm, like, how did I miss the yeah. Stone Cold Stunner? That was an awesome name. Awesome yeah, name. no, that's, that is a good name. What, what do you think about the rock bottom? Should that have been on the list? It's the rock. Mm -hmm. You're hitting the rock bottom. The rock rock bottom yeah. is good. Rock. I mean, if we had a little bit more time, I mean, it's it's hard to pick five. You that's know? true. It's hard to pick five just because some of them just sound so good. Um, but rock bottom is definitely an awesome name for sure. Yeah. Awesome. All right, well, that was right, a good I got, top I got, five. One more. Okay. Uh, okay. When Edge was a a rookie, he did the flatline. Oh no 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 that that wasn't Edge. Sorry. So Edge yeah. did the downward spiral. Um, the flatliner. Oh um, yeah. Atliner. Chris Canyon. What about me? Yeah. What about Canyon? Shout out real quick to Canyon. One of the best feuds. It's not. But I call it the best view because it reminded me of Mortal Kombat. Mortis versus Mortis Glacier. Is... <laughs> Mortis. Um, 
Yeah, so that's... He has an awesome uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode about him. You know, kind of sad, but uh, yeah. they, they showed they him some love. And uh, if anybody hasn't uh, checked it out, by uh, Dark Side of the Ring, awesome. Uh, they, they did an awesome one on, uh, on Canyon. Just imagine if uh, he came around there, uh, how much more accepting he'd be. Yeah, how much he was more way accepted. Right, he was ahead of his time for sure. Yeah. So uh, switching gear. So that's a good top five finisher thing. One thing I hate, by the way, I'm looking at this camera. I got the light on me right now. I hate being the only white guy in the room that's so white that I match my hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. I'm like, there's no. Do, am I wearing a hat? I have no I, idea. I, I like that hat a lot. It's an, oh, and uh, on the back, it's got the um, because he's a born again Christian. He's got the cross back there. I like it. And, it's and then fit. the inside. Nice. That's a, and it's hard to keep white hats clean, dude. I don't know how you keep that thing so clean. <laughs> when you spend money on the collector hats, you keep them clean. Right. <laughs> Matt has seen my superhero collector hats. It, that's a whole different thing. Anyway, we got to bring back guests to pay per view. So it's been a few weeks. Yep. I picked a, I picked one that shouldn't be too hard, <laughs> but we'll see. So, okay. The first match was a singles match. Chris Jericho versus Jeff Hardy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Second match, world tag team title match. Lance Storm and William Regal <sighs> versus Kane and Rob Van Dam. Okay. 2001. WWE Cruiserweight title match. Billy Kidman versus Matt Hardy version 1.0 with Shannon Moore. Singles match. The Big Show with Paul Heyman versus The Undertaker. Oh, shit. Three on two handicap match. Brock Lesnar and Crispin Waugh (laughs) versus Team Angle. Charlie Haas, Kurt Angle, and Shelton Benjamin. World heavyweight title match. Triple H with Batista, Randy Orton, and Ric Flair versus Scott Steiner. Hmm. Singles match. Eric Bischoff versus Steve Austin. What? And your main event. Part two. Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. Part two. And now this is Hulk Hogan, red and yellow. Unforgiven 2002. Ooh, good pick. Alexis. The day one of you guys get this one, I'm going to jump for joy that you got one of them. All right, no, all right. Okay. So you said part two, Hogan Rock? Because part one was WrestleMania. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. No, no. All right. I haven't changed my answer. Go ahead, MVP. Uh, Is that 2001 SummerSlam? No. No. No, it's not SummerSlam. Okay. It's 2002. I'm going to go with Backlash. Backlash or two. Does anyone want to give one more guess? It's not backlash. It's gotta be. I'll give you one hint to make it easier. You both are in the wrong year. 
Backlash 2003. Oh, Unforgiven no. 2003. What do you say, Alexis? <laughs> Unforgiven is my final answer. 2003. Was Austin still wrestling in all three? I mean, it's versus Eric Bischoff. So yeah. even if, it's, if it's a gimmick match, it's... <laughs> His back is like co-GM. Manager? Yeah, he was general manager, right? Yeah, and all he... He, he didn't even wrestle in tights. He wrestled in those Daisy Duke shorts. Um, I'm going to go 03. I have no cucking clue. Shout a name out. I'm going with this is the first time The Rock came out to his Hollywood theme. Maybe. No, no, th this is. Because uh, the, the night after, uh, he he uh, showed up on Raw and he said, oh, Vincent, man, since I beat Hogan, he let me do anything. Now I'm going to show up on Raw. And then that's where, okay, so, no, no, all right. So, 03 Backlash. 03 yeah. Backlash. Yeah. Did you say Unforgiven? O three? No, no, no. O three backlash. No, wait. It can't be backlash. I don't know. I'm it can't going be backlash. backlash. <laughs> I think back the pay per view before WrestleMania. That, no, that that that's the pay per view that The Rock wrestled Bill Goldberg in. So it's got to be before backlash, but it's after WrestleMania. Uh, what? If Here, I'll tell you the. It was February twenty third, two thousand twenty three. The location was Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Uh, Your commentators are Jonathan Coachman, Jerry Lawler, Michael Cole, and Taz. Okay, so it was a dual brand pay per view because back then they separated them. It can't no. No, you said February. St. Valentine's Day Massacre? Did they have that then? Ooh, that's a good guess. They, they only <laughs> had that once. That was 1998. Yeah, right, that's not it. Bad Blood, 2003? The correct answer is No Way Out, no. 2003. No Way Out. So No Way Out, that's we the paper the before we WrestleMania. Right. What was that? We had the year right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that year was Stone Cold Steve Austin's uh, last match, which happened at the next pay-per-view. And then Goldberg debuted the next night. And then that, and then after that, Backlash. Okay. So I kind of got my, chronolog chron uh, my chronology uh, mixed up. Okay. Yeah, he has damn near a photographic memory. Dude. Why do you think I said this is a great idea, guys? Because he's gonna <laughs> he knows stuff that I forgot about. He he's he knows more stuff than we'll ever learn. <laughs> so just so, a yeah, wrestling no. geek. Oh, me too. I, I think we all are here. wrestling and just never grew up and stayed loving wrestling. Oh, my kids are loving wrestling now, dude. I was just hey boys, what do you want to watch? I want to watch some wrestling. Thank God for Hulu. Just oh, put yeah. McDonough Raw on for him. No, you got to throw Peacock on and let him watch the old school stuff. Dude, my, my wife my wife hates, don't be wrestling with, don't be wrestling. 
dude. When we watched, I'm telling you, greatest match of all time, Shawn Michaels Undertaker. I'm still standing by that from earlier. My wife loves the Undertaker, right? And we're watching that match live. That's the first pay per view when I got back into wrestling, and she's watching it with me. I've never seen pillows get thrown on the screen every near fall. Like Shawn Michaels almost, he had sweet chin music, one, two, kick out, and she's throwing a pillow like, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is one of my favorite moments. Is uh, she, she loves wrestling. Well, not anymore, but she used to. <laughs> she's like Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, and uh, Randy Orton. And then she kind of fell off. So. Oh, yeah. oh my Randy. God, Randy Orton's so hot. She bought that Randy Orton. Um, viper jersey from the wwe fan store nice she still got that but anyway it's a good episode um make sure you like subscribe follow again we're jim intense sports triple threat pro wrestling podcast if you want merch i'm just saying i'm working on it we got some merch available He's working on it yeah um I'll two be guys I'm... Some i want me a shirt lucky i got you after this we'll put the order in yes what, uh, this is a double XL. I don't know if you need something that big, but yeah, I'm, I'm a two X at this point. So, uh, <laughs> don't tell nobody. Yeah. Well, it's public <laughs> now. <laughs> but, you sold um, the world. <laughs> yeah. So two guys in a mic's going to be doing their thing this weekend. We're also bringing back the gym Mint 10 podcast tomorrow. We haven't been on in a while, uh, but when at the NSC North don't like it, Yeah. <laughs> don't like it, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, due to scheduling conflicts, I wasn't able to be there to defend the NFC North, but um, I, the, 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 we'll, Bears, the, Bears. the Bears will be better than what they put us at. The two guys in the mic guys said maybe 6-11 and 11, or what was it, 6-12 and uh, 12 or whatever. I don't believe that's the case. I think we're at least 9 or 10 wins, but yeah. I won't get into it. He's wearing a Bears hat right now. Look at that. So Right. But yeah, uh, make sure you follow that. Uh, all the podcasts are coming. National Sports Card Convention is this week, so I'll be handing out these um, promo cards, packs of cards to a lot of people, and uh, should be a very busy, fun week. So, like I said, Josh is coming up from Pennsylvania, and a lot of good stuff. So, uh, we'll see you boys next week. We'll do another top five, and um, again, if you like something, you don't like something, drop it in the comments and um, let us know what you like about us. So. We'll see you next week, boys. Too sweet, baby. We got to start doing that. End of every episode now. All right. I like <laughs> All right. It. For life. All right. I got to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>